are Emily and Blair and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast which focuses in on all the things around starting a business online, growing that business and doing so in a way that is healthy and enjoyable to you. Are you struggling with the process, the hype and the many online options out there? Each week we publish three podcasts on Monday, Wednesday and Friday to help you with all the pain points you may come across in your business journey, including many tips to keep you and your business healthy and thriving. So, before we dive in, be sure to visit our website at emilyandblair.com, which you can use to work your way through starting a business online, step-by-step, and it's completely free. Hi, welcome to episode 23. Blair will be talking about doing the grind, but doing it your way, and then I will be talking about what a healthy breakfast might look like. Great, thanks Emily. So, yeah, doing the grind, well, what is that? Basically, it's getting things done, but doing it with your method. So this relates back to uh, a few of the balance topics Emily's been touching on in previous episodes. And, you know, it's all about when you start a business, it's hard work and it takes time. We all sort of run this theme of getting stuck in, grinding through it. And, you know, a lot of online people say you've got to be working. 80 hours a week and you've got to be working late nights and pushing through and, and getting it done and you know there's nothing wrong with that but you can't do that long term so the best way of doing it is actually doing the grind but actually sorting out a routine that means that you've still got some balance in your life part of that is sort of misconception that working from home means that you've got to work 24 7 that's just not correct you know we set up a schedule and that ensures that we've got a good work-life balance you need to take the weekends off you know treat your business like it's a normal job working for someone else you know normally you'd work five days a week a couple of days off in the week do the same for your business at home work when you want i mean that is one of the benefits of working for yourself work in the day work in the night but make the most of the flexibility that you've got now. You're not working for someone else. What I like to do is break the work into grindable chunks. So that means that you can actually go full on on a task, but then take time off it and away from potentially the office. So you could spend a whole day working on this one task to get it completed and then take the next morning off and I don't know, go for a walk in the hills or something like that. I like to set my goals monthly or weekly and then I back engineer that. So, for example, if it's a weekly goal, I'll start writing it out from Friday and I'll work backwards and break that goal into chunks that I can then start on Monday, knowing that Monday's chunk, Tuesday's chunk and so on will end up in that overall goal being achieved by the end of the week. So set that up in your own way, you know, set that up as a weekly thing or a monthly thing. And a lot of the time it will depend on the scale of the task at hand. So if the task is huge, you're going to have to extend the time period or build the time period to suit that individual task. We actually sit down often, don't we, on, um, at the end of the week and plan the next week. We've, we've got a planning sheet. Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. There's a section at the bottom for things to put off for the next week. Um, and we find it really helpful to talk, chat through our schedule with each other as well, don't we? And how we're, how we're going to fit what we're each doing in with each other yeah. and time that we're going to then spend together. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's especially well. important because if you 
if you actually plan it out, then you don't end up grinding out a whole week and not seeing your partner at all. You know, it's that work-life balance. And by planning it each week, you know, you've got sort of bite-sized chunks that you can achieve. And you'll also feel better with yourself at the end of the week because you actually will have achieved the goals that you set. Um, the other one to do or to consider is to outsource the tasks. So what I mean by that is sending some tasks out to freelancers to do. What that does is that means that you can focus on a certain part of your business while someone else is focusing on the other part, but you're still achieving the speed of growth that you want. I guess the downside to that is it's costly and can take quite a bit of monitoring from you, you know, to keep that freelancer on track and review their work. The other the other option is if you don't want to outsource is, is to get a um, partner on board, you know, to have that halves the workload. It means that, you know, if you can get a skill set that works with yours, you know, it adds value by offering different skills if they've got different skills to you. It also shares the cost. So that means that your cost to start up can be halved in terms of your personal input because your partner's putting in that other 50%. But the other side to that is that the profits are also halved. So you've got to share those profits with your partner when they come rolling in. Another good thing about having a partner involved in your business is they're a good bouncing board for ideas. And that's really important when you're starting a business because you're going to have all these ideas and you really need to find a pathway through to actually find which ones are good and which ones you know to discount. The other thing with grinding away is motivation. So grinding is a grind, you know, it, it can get you down. So we talked about this in episode 18 about setting up a support team around you. And that way you can lean on them when you're in those sort of down times, you know, you're, you're not feeling positive about the business and you will get that. You'll get up, up times and down times. And if you make the grind too much of a grind, it'll be more down times than up. So you want to be able to share that around a bit and get some support around you. In conclusion, basically starting an online business, it's, it's a hard grind, but you've got options to manipulate that grind to suit your way of working to suit your lifestyle and basically to suit your business goals. What you need to do is sit down, plan it out how you want to work and stick to that plan. And if it's not working, then just adjust it until it does because everyone of us works differently. So everyone's plans need to be customized to suit the way you work. Emily. Um, right, so over the past few episodes, uh, we've been talking about balance. So again, we're gonna continue with that theme in this episode. And we're going to focus on how to create a balanced breakfast. So it is often said that breakfast is one of the most important meals of the day. I'm sure you've heard that quite a lot. And this is because our bodies have been without food for quite a few hours while we sleep. So a good balanced meal at the beginning of the day is going to kickstart you in restoring your energy levels and means we are less likely to snack on empty calories mid-morning. I know we all do perhaps have a you know a coffee or a biscuit or whatever but if you're having a really good balanced breakfast in the morning you want to try to get something which is slow energy releasing um to take you through till lunch and now i'm not saying not to snack necessarily but just be mindful that too much snacking you're getting far too much sugar and fat when really you want to be getting that those energy levels up through good healthy nutritious food so what would a healthy breakfast look like? Okay, so 
I know often time-wise you'll just go for quick options like you know you bought cereals or toast now sometimes bought cereals and other options ready-made options like pastries and things like that can be very high in fat sugar and salt so making a breakfast from scratch and using really good ingredients can really help you manage that the amount of sugars and salts that you're getting and filling up on better nutritious foods we want to have in our breakfast a combination of whole grains vegetables fruits, dairy, or protein. Okay, now I'm not saying you want all of those things at the same time in one breakfast, but you want to be getting those things through a variety of different ways throughout the week. So some examples then of things that you might want to try. Porridge, porridge is a really, really good one. Oats are really, really slow energy releases. So they will fill you up and slowly release that energy throughout the morning. They're, they're excellent, really low in salt, sugars, and things like that. So if you have just plain porridge rather than buying bought porridge, which has ready mixed flavors and things in it. So if you buy just a plain oats and then add your own things like nuts, and fruits and seeds maybe a bit of honey because that's a, a better uh, sweetener for you or maple syrup you can use bought muesli as well but just look for an option that has that is low in sugar or no added sugar bran flakes and cereals like that are, are also really really good and high in fiber uh, yogurt as well really really good option but you've got to be careful with some of the yogurts that you buy in the supermarkets because they are sometimes quite high in sugar, the ones which are flavoured and things. So you again, you better to go for a natural yogurt, a plain Greek yogurt, and then add in your sweeteners yourself, like your honey or uh, your fruit and things like that. Um, eggs are also really good protein. Boiled eggs, poached eggs on wholemeal toast is a really good option. Baked beans as well. So baked beans with the buying a tin really good really cheap and really nutritious and again just having them on some whole whole wheat toast and perhaps going for a variety that is low in salt and sugars uh, because sometimes the tinned baked beans can sometimes be quite high in salt maybe even if you've got a bit more time on your hands in the morning trying some homemade pancakes are also a really good option having them with some blueberries and some fruit to get your fruit portion in there as well also, and finally, um, a fruit and vegetable smoothie with some nuts and seeds and oats gives you a really good variety of things and a really good nutritious start to your day. Yeah, I suppose a smoothie is a really good thing to do if you're on the run as well. You, know, you can take it yeah. with you. Yeah, um, have it by your desk as well. Just yeah, just yeah, have it slowly through the morning. And the, I guess one of the things which we do refer to a fair bit is, is setting up a routine and, and what you've just described could be put into a routine uh, you know, you plan out your week and you, you have a different thing each day of, of the things that Emily's yeah. mentioned. And, and that way you can, you know, that way your, your week is planned. It means you've got it easily set out to stick to and you can just repeat it each each week. Um, yeah, because you've know. got enough variety throughout the week that you can then just repeat week on week. Yeah. Just trying to get a little bit of variety in there is good rather than having the same thing every single day. But, I mean, we all do it. I mean, we do do that as well but uh, we also try to mix it up as well yeah but it's really good to to have that type of breakfast because then you don't get that middle of the morning munchies and and yeah. you know especially if you're in the middle of a task you know there's nothing worse than being hungry and you know for me i work really well in the morning so i, I want to sort of charge on through grind on through as we call it and um you know you don't want to have to stop and go and make yourself some food mid-morning 
All good. Thank you, Emily. Right, well, that's all for this episode 23, and we look forward to seeing you in the next one. And that's a wrap for this episode of Elevating Business. Thanks so much for being part of our show, and we love being able to share with you. Any links and resources mentioned in this episode can be found in the episode notes on our website, emilyandblair.com. And remember that our website is a huge resource for free, step-by-step guides and articles for starting a business online and working through the journey. If you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. That's all for now, and we'll see you in a few days' time with our next instalment of Elevating Business. Now go do something today that will make tomorrow better.